0: Three, two, one. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to Adesh Narayan Podcast. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Adesh Narayan Podcast. And we have a special guest today with us. He's a leader, he's a man of God. And personally for me and Nehar, he's a mentor, he's a leader whom we look up to. So would you help me and welcome Pastor Matthew Vergins. It was nice meeting you sir. Yes. And uh, thank you so much for giving your valuable time to us. So before we jump into the topic, uh, I would like to know uh, and our viewers also like to know more about you. So it will be good if you introduce yourself and what about your family and about your ministry.
1: Uh, my name is Matthews Varghese, um, currently I'm in uh, the city of Bhopal, I'm pastoring a church. Um, the, the name of the church is Good News Central Church. We have been here serving the Lord for quite a long time, you know, almost my life is in Bhopal, uh, considered to be still little <laughs> but uh, almost 40 years wow. in the uh, central region of our country. Wow. and. Um, um, I am originally from southern part of the country, uh, the state of Kerala, then moved as a missionary here. My wife is Daisy, and I have two children, both are adults and they are married and um,
0: we are here serving the Lord. Wow, that's great, that's great Pastor. I, I personally believe that there is always a story, so I want to know about your salvation and story that how you came into Christ because you serve, you are serving Lord from past 40 years you said.
1: When i started um, education in his college where uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, one of my seniors led me to christ even though i was a christian family but uh, that's in the college that where god led me to the lord and then i took baptism and from there on my life became much more closer to the lord and uh, um, i had that great seed to serve him and then i uh, came to north india for studies and that's where uh, This whole salvation and purpose of God in my life became more clear, and um, finally I committed to the Lord and then went to a Bible college in Bangalore and studied. Then um, I knew it was very clear that God has called me for mission Mm -hmm. and moved back to North India and uh, continued it.
0: Pastor, I would like to know that uh, what is the one experience like uh, when did you know that okay, this is. What God's want for my life? This is a process actually. It is not just like one
1: event that has happened in me. Yeah. Uh, I, I came to the Lord and they ha- I had that great seal to serve the Lord. And I used to go and talk to people. Um, language was not very very fluent in me mm-hmm. when I came in North India. But even then, you know, I always tried to go and meet people. So there was always that desire, you know, yeah. come up. And um, which lead you to ask the Lord, you know what do you really want to? Yeah. And I know that the Holy Spirit was continually speaking in our heart. You know, mm-hmm. so but always trying to postpone it because of your fondest uh, family, other many other things are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were always trying to push uh, uh, forward to see whether it's going to be a full-time yeah. Yeah, yeah, service yeah. or not. But it came to a point where we understand that the Holy Spirit was uh, was uh, was making you to come into that real wow. conviction right. that uh, god has called you for that mm-hmm. uh, and that's where um, you make the decision so wow. it's a it's a continuous process of a few years
0: before i made that decision Yeah. so uh, I, I was thinking like what are the challenges you faced when you started a ministry what are the major challenges like when you when god said that okay now you have to start the church what are the challenges you faced Uh, like in the ministry?
1: Um, Initially, uh, when we entered into the ministry after Bible college studies came here in North India, in Bhopal I was working with my church, uh, you know, which I was part of another uh, Kerala Malayalam church It was a tough time where you were not really sure exactly what you want to do Mm. Of course, you know evangelism, preaching the gospel, and all those things are there. Yeah, yeah. But exactly, what kind of a ministry you want to do it, and even where, where do you want to start? You know, mm. so those are um, uh, tough time to make up decisions. You know, yeah, yeah. so you know that you're called, but what exactly is your calling? What's your gifting? Uh, are you going to be a pastor? Are you going to be yeah. a teacher? all these things probably at that initial time you are not really very sure about it yeah. but you know that God has told you and uh, those are challenges that comes up you know then you don't know where to go you will get all these uh, invitations you know oh, you are a Babel graduates come and work here and work here people around you will invite you but um, it's so important um, uh, in my life at that point of time to, to seek God and to understand God yeah. to know what uh, um, you know that calling is to recognize it and one of the earliest challenges was to determine you know the geographical place where you really want to start yeah. the work you know yeah. where do you want to be India is such a large country yeah. we know in North India of course that was a little more clear to me but North India still is big you know? yeah. where do you go, you go to Delhi, Delhi you go to Kashmir where do you want to stop so uh, that was a challenge and then uh, of course uh, when we and you know finally I knew that um, Bhopal is where God wants me to be. And then um, to do the ministry, you don't have a ready-made church to yeah. become a pastor you know. Um, it's a, a hard time to, to, to get into it. you know the pioneering time to meet the people, uh, to get into relationships and all those things. you try this, you try that, you know, to get into a relationship, to start the ministry but you continue to seek the Lord and listen the voice and the Lord was leading so initial initially, of course, other material issues are there you know, you find your resources you don't have an income coming in you don't have a yeah. salary coming up you have a family to take care of and all those things are around but in in all all of these things when are coming up you will always uh, uh, seek the Lord, you know so. The, the challenges primarily are ministry-related, as well as you know your family-related, yeah. your own
0: needs-related. Yeah. So you had all these things in the beginning. When you started a church in uh, Bhopal, uh, when you come into the leadership, and then uh, uh, what are the challenges you face as a leader in your leadership? It took such a
1: long. Um, I don't know whether even I have. I have come to that conclusion whether I am a leader now, you know. I never felt I, that I am a leader, you know. That whole understanding, now you called me a leader or somebody else, but I never, I never thought that I am a leader, you know. Um, this is ministry that you are doing and God is bringing up people working with you and you, you all work together, you know, and um, uh, the need is up there and whatever. Direction the Lord is giving you. Try to work along with them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as you continue working with others in ministry, you know, like last several years, I'm part of uh, a team of many others. So it's always uh, issues and challenges come up, you know. But it's not like as a, as I'm the leader of this team, so I have to really do this. That's not it. It's always trying to understand the issue. And then, of course, seek the Lord and ask it, and then uh, you you you, you converse with your team members and see how things go, uh, rather than um, you know, like you are, you, it's it's your work and you are doing it, and it's your responsibility to do. You see, that's not the way it has happened, mm-hmm. and I think, um, Adesh uh, this is an issue which I have learned also in ministry mm-hmm. that um, you are not a leader. With a team
0: well.
1: you no know, you are not a leader with a team rather um, you are you are the leader of a team you know well. so the team is not uh, you know it's not yours well. so you are the leader of the team you know so the difference is when you think that you are you are a leader with a team uh, you feel that this team is mine yeah it's mine you. Yeah. Know? So, uh, that ends up in more a kind of a dictatorship, you know, like, you dictate, Mm. you tell people that, okay, you do this, Mm. you know, because this team belongs to you. But the team is there, and they are all called by God, and they are all serving the Lord, and you are the facilitator, you are are guiding them, you know. See, Mm. that leadership understanding is very important. Wow. So the team doesn't belong
0: to you, rather you belong to the team. Wow. You belong to the team and leading it. You know, I personally believe that you know, uh, yeah. When God is on your side, He will take care. He will guide your step and the Holy Spirit will always help you in this. When we talk about the leadership, leadership also uh, has uh, two different kind of leadership. What I personally have seen in my life, like when we talk about the Christianity, when we talk about spiritually there is called a biblical leadership but and also we uh, when we go into the world we have secular leadership so I just want to know that what are the difference between the Buddha leadership and uh, how you will explain that what is biblical leadership and what is uh, uh, secular leadership
1: the moment you talk about biblical leadership Yes, we have lot of uh, examples and models yes. of leadership in the scripture. Uh, one of the thing that I already said is that you are not leading a team of yours; rather, uh, the team, uh, y- you know, belongs, to, belongs you, to you, you know, or you are just helping the team, mm-hmm. you know. I remember um, in Gospel of Matthew chapter 20 where Jesus has said, I will read that scripture if... Uh, yes, yes, In Matthew 20, um, the scripture is... Um, um, you, have, you know that verse 25, Jesus said to the disciples, You know that the rulers and the Gentiles lord it over them, mm-hmm. and their high officials exercise authority over them. Mm-hmm. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, yeah. just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yeah. So this was a, a time when the disciples were asking a similar question, what is the difference? You know? yes. And Jesus gave a very good answer there. And also he was giving up a model in himself. Mm-hmm. You know, like he said, like the son of God was come to serve, not to be served. You yeah. know so what do the gentiles what do the people of this world you you said about secular or people outside the world is talking about they are always trying to lord over you know mm-hmm. dictator over you yeah. they have a goal they have a plan they have a th- those are more self centered their self interest something to achieve um, uh, and they use people around for that purposes mm-hmm. um, so when you see in the outside world, whether it's in a business, in a corporate place, or uh, in any setup, any institutional, you will see that they have a set goal and it's all what to achieve that goal. Yeah. They work, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus' model is much different. Mm. He said, doesn't mean that He didn't have a goal. He has a goal, but the achievement of the goal and the method of reaching is much different than yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. And what did Jesus hear? You are not like, you know, the people outside. You are here to serve, not to receive, Mm. you know, the whole concept of receiving and giving. It is not to receive, but to live, to give, you know. So Jesus was emphasizing that in order to achieve the goal. And what did he do? He came for uh, a great cause, the salvation of the whole world. And what did he do? He gave, you know, he gave his life. I think that is from where the biblical leadership merges you know so we need to really come into that whole understanding and there is no other way we can fulfill the purpose of god in our life unless we come into the grip of that whole teaching of jesus christ you know where you think of giving where you think of servant leadership where you think of sacrifice where you think of God and His purposes, you know. Mm -hmm. So there is no room for selfish interest there. There is no room for your own personal interest there. Mm -hmm. So this is what, you know, the the conflict
0: that comes. Like I said in the beginning of my podcast that, me and harder you know, when we feel discouraged, when we feel you know down and low. We always see you as a leader and and you know um, look up to you always. Who do you look up to for uh, motivation or inspiration? Because I personally believe that at the end of the day we are humans. We have feelings. We, we go down. We feel discouraged. We need somebody to you know to uh, motivate to uh, to. Uh, help us to increase our faith, just I want to know that whom do you look up to when you feel that something like that? Uh, the Lord
1: has raised up uh, men and women uh, time and again
0: yeah.
1: in my life mm-hmm. uh, to help me to mentor me um, in, um, in every phase of my life you know I think that is what God has done for the church so when you accept the Lord the Lord uh, you know when you believe the Lord and you receive him what happens with the believer is He become part of the body of Christ, you know. See, Jesus is adding a person to the body of Christ, which we call the church. And in the church, all the time, you know, you look at scripture. In the the church, God has appointed uh, apostles, Mm -hmm. prophets, and teachers, and pastors, and evangelists. So, these are um, leaders, God has, you know, gifted leaders in the church uh, to equip his people. So, when you talk about me and I can see your people around me again and again, you know, when we go through this journey in the church, it's not outside, you just walk into somebody, you know, like you be my mentor, you know. Yeah. I think it is much more than that. As we are part of the body of Christ, God has placed, you know. Yes. So I have seen uh, all through my life, you know. So when. You are in the church, you have always there, somebody to guide you, mm. somebody to lead you. Apostles yeah. are there, pastors are there, teachers are there mm. and they lead you. And in fact they have equipped me, yes. You know, yes. they have equipped me and uh, I believe that is the process that God continues to do in our lives. So I have a lot of people in my life who have uh, in these you know, yeah. years of my Christian experiences who have helped wow. me in that. Yeah. Wow. as a Christian, as a believer, as a young minister or someone who is new into the church, I'm part of this whole plan of God. And the very first thing I believe is that we need to be part of the plan of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, it all starts from your commitment to the church. Because God doesn't work anything outside of the church. You know, if somebody comes up and says, I want to become a leader, I'm going to so and so and uh, (laughs) can you mentor me and all, God says that I have placed everything. (laughs) Uh, there you know and uh, you go there and be obedient you know and uh, again going to the scripture um, Paul and Timothy you know that whole relationship is mentor Mm -hmm. mentee relationship Mm -hmm. and um, uh, in that relationship you see a lot of great principles to learn yes Uh, Timothy joined Paul Paul team Paul has a team of ministers and in the team, uh, when Timothy joined, and how did Timothy actually join with Paul? It was the church who has recommended Timothy. Yeah. It is not like uh, Timothy went to Paul and said that, I am going to come with you. Can you mentor me No. Uh, rather, uh, the church in Lysra um, recommended Timothy to Paul, saying that this is an young man. He has a very commitment. His faith is good. He is, uh, he is uh, accepted by the church and um, uh, recommended him to Paul and Paul took him into the team and then it is a long journey of developing and training and even in the relationship we see that uh, Paul and Timothy both are part of the learning process it's not like Paul has achieved a certain place Mm -hmm. and Timothy is you know like a very junior yes it's a junior but both of them are running together. Both of them are running together. Yeah. Both are them in evangelism. Both are them in leading. Both of them are going to the churches, and uh, Paul is using Timothy places where he couldn't go. It yeah. you know, so it's like uh, it's a it's a system in which they work together. You know, so this is exactly that happened in ministry, Christian ministry, which you don't see probably. Outside you know now outside you you go and study in a school or college and you attain some principles and come and then practice it But scripturally we see it's a little different you know where you get into this whole purpose of God and when you know that you have a calling you have a, a purpose God has you know called you um, And God bring it into the leadership of the church you mm-hmm. know so God has raised the men and women to work together in fact Paul's team has about 35 plus people yeah. in the team and Timothy was one among them mm-hmm. and what was happening it was mentoring, mentoring you yeah. know taking place yeah. so where do you get all these people so it is not like you go to one person and meet him once in a you know month or once in three months and ask some questions it's, so somehow that is it so how do you find a leader to help you I believe it is what God has placed in the ministry situation and the church situation that is what you need to understand it where do you want to be part of it you know is this ministry or church has a scriptural base are they developing people are they training people and are their focus is ministry are their focus is mission then when you are part of that team and you are you are being trained you know you are being developed you know
0: Pastor, we are blessed to have you here. And personally, I am blessed and have learned new things about the leadership. And before uh, we just end our podcast, um, our viewers, our listeners are watching us. Uh, I would like you to pray for them. And before we go into the prayer, uh, uh, I personally want that uh, out of your experience, what is one thing you want to uh, share or teach us to the new generation pastors who are coming in the church ministry or in any kind of leadership. What is one thing you uh, want us to learn from your experience? Um, Adish? Um, I believe um, uh, uh,
1: what the Lord Jesus has taught us because he is the master leader Amen. and um, he has given us all great understanding and revelation. Yes. What he said was that if you if anybody want to be a leader you know, that's what he said. If anybody want to be a leader, you become the servant of others. You yes. Know. So serving others is, I think, the key in uh, in achieving the purpose for which God has called you. Oh. So that means it is more a relational. You know, developing relationship and relation um, to know people, to understand people, working together, and it is it is it is you know like I said about the collaboration you know you're working together and understanding together so the key for successful leadership for any kind of ministry you put is willing to serve and help and that comes up only when you are related you know
0: relational. Thank you so much Pastor Matthew so uh, you are with us and we are blessed to have you and before we leave would you help us and would you just pray for everyone who is watching us right now and then we will end of this podcast thank
1: you dear lord uh, we thank you for this wonderful time that we could talk and discuss about christian leadership what the lord has taught us that we would be people who would serve you to help other people to equip others we thank you for this great uh, efforts Um, this team uh, brother adish nihar and all the members of their ministry are doing to reach to uh, millions of people around even through this broadcast we know that many have heard our conversation and this time we are praying for them that many of them who have uh, who have uh, genuine questions they have difficulties they have challenges in the name of jesus christ we pray for each one of them and we pray that your presence may upon them so that they may be able to understand the purpose for which God has called them. They may understand that God has placed them in a contest of the church and in the contest of the church, they will be able to, to understand what, what others are trying to contribute in their life. And through them, you know, their life would become more effective and more beneficial and useful for the glory of God. And I bless everybody who have listened to me in this evening time and in this conversation. May God's presence be upon them. Thank you so much and we continue to seek your presence in our life. Enable us to be servant leaders. Enable us to be relational leaders. Enable us to be people who are more committed for others, enable us to be people who would look for the benefits of others rather than our own benefits. We thank you that you have placed this ministry, once again committing this entire team who is doing these efforts to reach many, many people. May the Lord be blessed through all of our efforts. Thank you
0: so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, So thank you so much pastor for being with us in this show and thank you everyone for watching and thank you for your love and your support We are blessed and I'm very blessed and uh, thank you so much and please share subscribe and share to your friends and family and uh, See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye Thank you for joining us at Adesh Narayan podcast take a time and subscribe to this channel rate and review on iTunes Spotify, Google Podcasts, and share with your friends on social media. Once again, thank you so much for joining us at Adesh Narayan Podcast. Stay tuned.